Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I help women who are struggling with the overwhelm of trying to balance being a wife, mother, and career woman. When they work with me, they discover how to design their life so they can live in alignment with their priorities. So the topic of today's podcast is how gratitude can improve your life. But before we get started, I have something for you. It is a daily gratitude worksheet that you can use to cultivate more gratitude. I will put the link for you to download it in the show notes. And I would also like to invite you to my private group on Facebook where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. Search A Life Designed in the Facebook search bar. Now let's dive in and talk about how gratitude can improve your life. So by default, many of us are constantly scanning the world for problems, like things that are going wrong, things that need fixing, things that should be different, things we don't like. But you know what the problem with this approach to life is? It actually leads to depression, anxiety, poor health, and buffering with things like addictions, like food and alcohol. I don't think any of us intend to live this way, so why does this happen? I'd love to explain it to you. There's actually science behind it, and it's a fun science story, so don't freak out. I'm not going to go too deep here. (laughs) So have you ever heard of the famous psychology experiment where you watch a video and are asked to count how many times the people in the white shirts in the video pass the basketball? So about 25 seconds into the video, a person in a gorilla costume walks right through the middle of the shot. The gorilla is on the screen for a full five seconds and even pounds his chest as the people pass the ball. Then afterward, viewers are asked to write down how many passes they counted from the team in white. Then the researchers ask, did you see anything unusual in the video? Did you see anyone in the video besides the basketball players? Well, in this study of 200 people, 46% completely missed the gorilla. Nearly half of the participants. How could that be? Well, it's called inattentional blindness. And that's just when we miss something that's right in front of us because we're focused on something else. So our example is in life, We might miss the blessings because we're so focused on looking for what is wrong. So now in this experiment, the way that worked out was the participants were so focused on the players in the white t-shirts passing the ball that they somehow didn't see the gorilla. It's kind of crazy to even imagine. When you watch it back, you're like, oh my gosh, how did I miss that? So on the flip side of this, this little piece of information here is something called selective perception. This is when we are looking for something and we see it everywhere. So you have probably experienced this so many times in your life. It happens like with songs on the radio or cars on the road. You know, after you go and buy a certain make and model and color of a car, you see it everywhere. Right now, everyone's driving the same car as you. It's so crazy. But what this tells us is this is really good news. This means that we can work to train our brains to see the positive in life, to see more of the positive in life. And that's what we all need to do to be happier if that's what we want. And also to experience less anxiety, which I think all of us also want as well. So we do this through the practice of gratitude. Now research proves 
that gratitude has many benefits, including it helps you feel happier, more energetic, more optimistic, healthier, less depressed and anxious. It improves your relationships. It improves your sleep. It improves your self-esteem and it improves your resilience. So now here is the research to back it up. I'm not just giving you like some fluffy life coachy stuff, you guys. This is legit research from the field of positive psychology. So in one study, two psychologists gathered three groups of participants. All of the participants were asked to write a few sentences each week focusing on particular topics. One group was asked to write about things they were grateful for that had occurred during the week. The second group was asked to write about daily irritations or things that had displeased them during the week. And the third group was asked to write about events that happened to them, but with no emphasis on them being positive or negative. This experiment went on for about 10 weeks. And those who wrote about gratitude proved to be more optimistic and felt better about their lives than the other two groups of participants. Oddly enough, those people also reported exercising more during that time, and they reported fewer visits to physicians during that time. Pretty impressive, right? Those are some pretty fun results. There's one more study that I want to share with you today, too. And that was conducted by Martin Seligman, who is considered the father of positive psychology. In this experiment, participants wrote down three good things that happened to them each day for a week. After just one week, the participants reported feeling happier. And the researchers followed up with the participants and checked in with their happiness levels week after week over a period of time. And they found that the participants continued to get happier week by week, even up until six months later. What is more amazing is that even after stopping the exercise, these people remained happier. And that is because they trained their brain to get better and better at looking for the positive things in their life. And it actually rewires your brain. That is exciting stuff. And I really wanted to share that research with you so you know that it is it, it's proven to work and it will work for you if you will give it a try. So let's talk about that part, about giving it a try. What do we do to have a gratitude practice? So it can look different for all of us, but I just want to share some ideas with you today about ways that you can practice gratitude. So one is obviously something we mentioned, keeping a daily gratitude journal where you write down three blessings that happened to you each day and why they were good. A second way is to work on writing thank you notes to other people in your life, expressing your appreciation of that person's impact on your life and your gratitude for something they did for you. These can be for things big and small. It doesn't have to be a long, lengthy letter either. It could be a quick text or even a quick email or even just an old-fashioned snail mail. Just letting someone know that you're grateful for something, even if it's just you're just kind of grateful for how they show up in life. Maybe you don't have something specific, specific to thank them for, but you're just grateful for them in your life. That's a really wonderful way to practice gratitude. And a third that we would be remiss is if we didn't talk about prayer. 
Taking time to thank God for your blessings is obviously going to help you see more and more of those blessings in your life. And so that I would definitely encourage you to work on one or two or even all three of those different methods. And this might give you ideas for within your own home. I would say it would be fun to work on a little gratitude campaign within your house. What if you could thank each member of your family once a day for something that they did, right? This will surely turn you around. And especially if you're feeling frustrated with one or more members of your family, this is a really wonderful way to just turn that around. Because you guys, we have a choice. We really do. And I know that people do things that make us feel annoyed, but we have a choice to feel annoyed about that. And we have a choice to continue to feel annoyed about that. I mean, honestly, right, the the annoyed feelings might come in, but how long are you going to let it linger there? How long are you going to let it frustrate you and annoy you? When will it be enough, right? And so my wisdom would be, if you need to go journal it out, you know, get out your frustration and get out your annoyance and then go find some gratitude and just choose differently. Because so often we are just our own worst enemy. We're, we are the ones that are continuing to punish ourselves for things that other people do to us and they don't even realize they do it, right? And so that's really important. And I think that it can be a lovely addition to your, to your life. And so the, the focus here on a gratitude journal is the importance of practicing daily so that your brain does get used to looking for the good. And also, it's important that we do write it down. That's part of the science. That's part of the evidence. That's part of where the magic happens. And so I want to encourage you, it doesn't have to be huge or significant. What you write down every day could be as simple as how your daughter hugged you in the morning or how she smiled at you or how that guy in traffic maybe let you in when you were trying to merge on the highway or maybe it's a wonderful dinner that your significant other made for you. So you can see it like it just makes no difference if that gratitude comes from something that's really big or something that's really small. It just really matters that you can see it. And so today I'm going to share with you a process of gratitude journaling that I use with my clients. It's actually um, it's a practice that helps you with a goal that you might be trying to achieve or with any challenge, whether it's emotional or, or um, mental, either one, it will help you solve it. And so it's like about a five-minute gratitude journaling practice. And I just want to share that with you right now so that you have another super practical tool to take away from here. And so step one is to start by venting out whatever is bothering you. You want to write it down. You want to write out every thought and every feeling that you're having about it to get it out. And you can use swear words if that's your thing, or you can, you know, just say not nice things, whatever, just to get it out, just get all the ugliness out of your, out of your head so that you can like release it. It's really a physical release. It's very good for you to get it out and so much better to do it in private on paper than out in the real world and hurting other people with it, right? So get it out. Step two is to decide how you want to feel about the situation. So perhaps this is a situation that's bothering you and you want to feel peaceful about it. Or maybe you want to feel energetic about it. Or maybe you want to feel confident. Think about what is that feeling word. It's one word. A feeling is one word 
that you want to feel. And those three words that I share with you are, are pretty powerful ones. Love is also another really powerful one or joy or happy. So that's the second step is to decide how you want to feel. And now the third thing to help us get to this feeling of how we want to feel is to focus on our gratitude. It's to look at what can we be grateful for with regard to this situation right now. And so this might be a little bit tough, but you can do it because even in the most difficult of circumstances, there are things that we can find to be grateful for. And so in this step, this is where we want to write them down. So that is your step three. And now step four, the final step is to decide on one action that you can take today that will help you feel the way you said you wanted to feel in your intention. So for example, if you said you want to feel peaceful, what is one thing you could do today to create some peace for yourself? If you said you want to feel energetic, what could you do to create that? And so these are not going to have to be necessarily big, huge, crazy action steps. It could be if you're looking to feel energetic, maybe it means taking a nap, right? You could take a little 20 or 30 minute power nap. Or if you want to feel peace, maybe it means making a phone call to a friend to just um, connect with that friend and just feel that love from that friend or a loved one, a family member, right? So those are just a couple of examples of action steps that you can take. Or say you're feeling, you know, you're feeling uneasy about something, you're looking for a new job. Well, what if your action step was to spend 30 minutes researching a new career or 30 minutes researching local job opportunities, right? So we want to kind of break it down into bite-sized chunks that we can accomplish and feel really good about doing. And so the cool thing is that the result of this process is that you have taken the control back from whatever situation was causing you trouble. And now you have taken an action step. So you're already working towards solving it. And I want you to see that the beautiful thing is that you used gratitude to achieve it, right? First, you acknowledged your feelings and you vented it out. Then you decided how you wanted to feel. And then you used gratitude to move you in the direction of how you want to feel. And then you discovered an action step that you could take to getting you closer to feeling that way. Very cool, right? Okay, so that is what I have for you today. And I know that this is easier said than done. So reach out to me if you need help. I would love to help you. And remember to download your free daily gratitude journal. I will put the link for you for that in the show notes. And then join us in the Life Design community on Facebook. All right, thank you so much. And I will see you next week.